Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. We said to you that some men are born to a great name. Like a king, for instance. But uh, others make their name great by their achievements. And then others have a great name conferred upon them. Jesus' name is great. Because first, he inherited a great name. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special faith-building offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. Father, we thank you again for thy holy word. As we approach your word today, we approach it reverently and humbly. We pray for each person in attendance that each ear shall be listening, that each mind shall be open, and that each heart shall be receptive to thy holy word. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to invite you to open your Bibles to the same scriptures that we looked at in our Bible class yesterday afternoon. That's Hebrews chapter 1, Philippians chapter 2, and Ephesians chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, Philippians chapter 2, and Ephesians chapter 1. Hebrews chapter 1, began to read with verse 1. God, who at sundry times in divers manners, spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person, and upholding all things by the word of his power, when he had himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. Then turning to Philippians chapter 2, verses 9, 10, and 11. Philippians chapter 2, verses 9, 10, and 11. Wherefore God also hath highly exalted him, and given him a name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of things in heaven, and things are beings in earth, and things are beings under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Then in Ephesians, the first chapter, it be well for us to begin to read again with the 17th verse to get the full import of what he's saying. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward, who believe, according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ, 
when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Here's the foundation of the whole thing. And we want to get, build a good foundation to operate off of. We said to you that some men are born to a great name. Like a king, for instance. But uh, others make their name great by their achievements. And then others have a great name conferred upon them. Jesus' name is great. Because first, he inherited a great name. We read here where it said that he inherited a more excellent name. And then secondly, his name is great because of his achievements. And then third, his name is great because it was conferred upon him. He inherited a greater name than any of the angelic beings, Hebrews here tells us. And as a son, he is heir of all things. Now he is, this scripture in Hebrews said, the express image of God, the brightness, the outshining, one translation reads, of the Father. This portion of scripture in Hebrews said that he is God speaking to us. God who at sundry times and divers manners spake unto the, our forefathers by the prophets. As in these last days spoken unto us by his son. His name comes to him as an inheritance. It said he hath inherited a more excellent name than they. Talking about the angels. Then here in Philippians, the second chapter... The ninth, tenth, and eleventh verses. Wherefore God has highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name. Now you know if these truths could ever just get filtered through to our hearts but it's almost beyond our capacity to grasp it. But as we feed upon it, little by little, it'll become a part of our inner consciousness. And once it does, it'll be said of us as it was in the Old Testament, there are giants in the land. Amen. For this will make us and cause us to become spiritual giants. Which is above every name that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow 
of things or beings in heaven and beings in the earth and beings under the earth. That means men, angels, and devils or demons must bow to that name. Now what does that mean? That means must submit, must give in, must respect, must honor because that name's above every name. Amen. When we can catch a glimpse in our spirits, not in our heads, and yet we have to teach it and have to go through our heads to get down into our hearts. Because Jesus said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. You see, believings of the heart, with the heart man believeth, but the word goes through your head to get into your heart. Because you see, your mind is the door to your heart. And so once these truths ever uh, really dawn on our hearts, we will, as I said, become spiritual giants. We catch a glimpse occasionally, some of us have, and when we have, we've done exploits. But by continuing to feed along this line and to live in this place, I believe we can get to the place where we just won't be there occasionally, bless God, but we'll just live there. At the name of Jesus, every knee must bow of things in heaven or beings in heaven, beings in the earth and beings under the earth. That means heaven, earth, and hell recognize what Jesus did and all that Jesus did is all the authority and all the power all of his achievements is in his name and the name on our lips will work the same thing now as it did then now what I'm about to say will not work just because you do it from a head knowledge standpoint or just because you tried. But I remember I was in the last few days of August, about the read of the last week of August, the first week of September of 1952. I was over meeting down these texts, and I was lying across my bed in the afternoon with my Bible and another book, doing some studying, not necessarily just studying for the service that night, but just feeding upon God's Word for my own spiritual edification and benefit. And this was one of the scriptures that I was looking at here in Philippians 2, about the name of Jesus. And at the name of Jesus, every knee must bow of beings in heaven and in earth and under the earth. And... Uh, I don't know. I just, uh, I, I caught a glimpse momentarily of something. I, uh, I mean in my spirit. I don't mean in my natural mind. I caught a glimpse just momentarily of the name of Jesus and the authority of that name, what that name would do. And, and, and particularly about in the earth. You know, that's where we're living right here. That name will work in heaven. It'll work here on the earth. and It'll work under the earth. All three worlds and those three worlds we have to do with. 
demons, humans in this earth and over into the spirit world. Praise God in heaven. That name has authority. Like Jesus said, what if you ask the Father in my name, he'll give it to you. You're listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. I'm holding in my hand a book, Health Food Devotionals. It's a, a guide to spiritual nourishment for the soul. And actually what this is, is a day-by-day devotional beginning in January 1. And Dad started what we call here a healing school on October the 1st, 1979. Mm-hmm. And he would teach in the healings for five days. Mm-hmm. People would come in. Most of the people that came in were Needed. terminal, yes. needing healing. Then he would teach them on healing, and then he would have a prayer service for them on a Friday. What they did, they took all of those and compiled them. Actually, they took the tape back then mm-hmm. and actually listened to transcribed it. All of those healing into a devotional a form mm-hmm. day by day. And this is a tremendous book, and you want to get a hold of this. It is being offered by the ministry this month. It's yes. being offered for twelve seventy-five. I want you to get a hold of this. And that's three dollars and twenty cents savings. Yeah, it is a three dollar twenty cents saving. Mm-hmm. So I want you to get a hold of this. This month's special offer is the health food devotional for the discounted price of twelve seventy-five. Get this dynamic resource to start your new year off right. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. Don't delay. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.